Our area's most beautiful properties deserve the finest realtors. Meeks Realty Group. We focus on buying and selling residential and commercial properties throughout the tri-state area. Contact Meeks Realty Group online at meeks.us or call 304-440-1101. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or WVRC Media. 580 Live is presented by Thornhill Automotive and is broadcast live from the Parmar Stores studio. The country, the United States of America, the state, West Virginia, the city, Charleston. This is 580 Live. And your host of 580 Live. What we've got here is failure to communicate. He's kind of a big deal. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Dave Allen. And a good Wednesday morning to you from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live here on the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. Ryan Nicholson is our producer today. And as you know, we do the show each Monday through Friday from the Parmar Store Studio. And there's not a Parmar Store near you now. There will be soon. The Parmar Scholarship Program is back. The Written Family Foundation, Parmar Store's best price and fair price. are proud to offer scholarships to any student in West Virginia, Kentucky. Ohio, Maryland, or Pennsylvania that will be uh, graduating this year or as a full-time undergraduate student enrolled in college, trade school, technical programs, something like that. If you need uh, more information, visit the website parmarstores.com. And the show is brought to you by the Thornhill Lighter Group, Thornhill GM Superstore. Well-qualified buyers can get 2.9% APR for 60 months on new GMC Sierra 1500 models or 3.9% APR on new GMC terrain models, both with known payments for 90 days. And both come with the Thornhill Value Plus warranty. Must qualify through GM Financial. See Thornhill for all the details. Coming up on the show a little bit later on, big day in Charleston yesterday. Of course, they're all big days when you got the legislature in town in the final days of the session. Uh, the uh, big uh, tax bill signing by the governor yesterday, the balloons, the hoopla, the graffiti. It was graffiti. Got my eye, my words in an eye mixed up. My confetti, maybe graffiti too. Confetti, I should say, uh, yesterday. Senator uh, President Craig Blair was a part of that. He's going to join us a little bit later on the show. And uh, delegate and state party chair of the Democratic Party, Mike Pushkin, also, who probably wasn't part of the celebration yesterday. He's going to join us to talk about things on his uh, end of uh, the world as well. Plus, your calls and texts are welcome. Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text 304-935-5008. I want to do something a little different, though, to start off the show. I want to talk about um, sports betting in West Virginia, legalized sports betting we're talking about. Uh, Sierra Hess is with us, who is somewhat of an expert on this particular subject and many subjects. Sierra, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Thank you for having me on. I'm good. Thank you uh, for being here today. You know, Sierra, we constantly see these commercials uh, for for DraftKings and all the mm-hmm. others. There's so many of them out there. Uh, legalized betting is is big business uh, yes. all across the country, and it's big in West Virginia as well. In fact, West Virginia uh, was one of the first states to to legalize. Uh, sports betting. Um, But I want to have you in here this morning because one of the things that I guess that we hear a lot about and that you had some some concerns about is uh, safeguards uh, for for consumers. Um, So what what exactly are you are, are, are you kind of focusing on in that regard? Yeah. So like you just pointed out, I mean, West Virginia was one of the first states to legalize sports betting. At that time, we didn't know what it would look like and what the marketing for that would look like. So there was no real thought of <clears throat> consumer protection. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. But enough time has passed now that we're seeing definitely some red flags and some issues going on there. And with that, just to kind of simplify it, uh, if you take a company like Barstool, they can hire affiliates that are kind of like Instagram influencers, someone with an influence on social media. So they'll hire these affiliates, and they could potentially say, Okay, if they hired me, they could go, okay, Sierra, the Eagles look like they only have got a 20% chance of winning today. Mm-hmm. We want you to push the Eagles. I can then go on my social media platforms where I have a following, and I can say the opposite. I can say the Eagles, guys, you've got to bet on the Eagles today. If They're looking like they've got an 80% chance of winning. I'm always accurate in my bets. I'm 90% accurate in my bets. You can make up any kind of information that you want, and there's no consumer protection guidelines there 
to regulate any of that. And that's what we're seeing. These platforms are controlling the market with their affiliates. And see, and you sent me some information before, prior to the uh, your visit today, and I was reading it last night. And, and full disclosure, I am a sports fanatic, but I'm not a gambling person. Uh-huh. I mean, I just never, uh, I just never really got into it. I mean, I'll see what the line is on a game, and you know, maybe do a friendly bet with a friend or something like that. But as far as DraftKings or or, or the other ones that you've mentioned, I've I've never I've never really done. Just not really my thing. I mm-hmm. mean, thankfully never got into it. I guess, but it is big business for a lot of people. And I had no idea this was even a thing that that these. You know, you hear this term thrown out there a lot, Sierra, uh, about influencers and, yes. and people mm-hmm. are making a living. It's new marketing. Yeah, well, they're making mm-hmm. a living. What do you do? I'm famous for being famous. Yeah. Uh, that's what. I, but I didn't know it was in the in the gambling arena. Oh yeah, and I mean, you can hire as many affiliates as you want. Affiliates, so, I guess, as yes. they're called, right? Yeah, or sharps. There's a, there's a few different terms for them. But you could hire. I'm learning so much here today. <laughs> <laughs> you could hire two affiliates. You could have me pushing the Eagles in the morning, mm-hmm. and then you could turn around and have another affiliate of yours push the opposite team in the afternoon. So you're basically playing them against each other, yes, basically, absolutely. to try to drive absolutely. business. So mm-hmm. what is it that you want to see done? And maybe some of the people you work with, what is it that you would like to see done to rectify this situation? So I mean, you said bill, going in there really, as you said, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Um, so what, what exactly would you like to see done? House Bill 3232, it passed the House with flying colors. It definitely got slowed down in the Senate, so that's where it is now, as Senate Judiciary. But the bill would allow for there to be a gaming board, mm-hmm. and that's where they could create these regulations and kind of determine what kind of penalties would look like, if it's fines, if it's fraud, is there jail time? But it would allow us to kind of figure that out. It would be a place to figure it out. And... It would create an independent audit system. So if you're Barstool and I'm your affiliate, this audit, this independent audit, is going to look at our marketing and see if I'm just throwing crazy numbers out mm-hmm. there. And if I am, that's a, a time and a platform for them to kind of question and look into that. And, I mean, there's regulations in everything. And this is a different kind of scenario. But outside of this, I'm a real estate agent. And mm-hmm. I can't just go marketing everything that I want and making up crazy numbers. I can't say 73% of the time I find my buyers the perfect home. I would probably have other realtors report me to the board and the board questioning how I came up with that equation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's regulations in everything. Every aspect of life. Every aspect. And this is, I I think it's so funny when people use the term wild west, but this industry (laughs) is kind of the wild west right now. There's no stipulations to it whatsoever. We're talking with Sierra Hess, uh, who, uh, is focusing today on on sports gambling um, in uh, in West Virginia here on uh, 580 Live. So how many other states have the safeguards in place that West Virginia doesn't have? So there's 33 states altogether that have sports betting. And there's at least five right now that are looking at the same language that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And another, well, the UK, they completely banned affiliates altogether. This bill, it doesn't ban it altogether, but it, like I said earlier, it creates an audit system to regulate and watch it. What do you hear from people that maybe are uh, people that that, that 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 gamble on these sort of things? Is this something that that they that they're asking for? Do they want it left alone? I mean, what are you hearing from the people that actually utilize utilize these different gambling platforms? I'm not I'm not quite sure how aware of it they are, but another point I want to make is if this continues to go on. <laughs> these platforms are kind of diluting their mar- say 5% of West Virginians participate in this. Mm-hmm. If that 5% is losing the majority of the time, mm-hmm. you're losing your market. You're creating your own detriment to this. So a bill like this actually creates longevity for this space that's not there now. How big a business is gambling? I said at the top of the segment, Sierra, that it's big business in West Virginia. We were one of the first states to do mm-hmm. legalized sports gambling. How big a business are we talking in West Virginia? Well, I mean, they contribute 10% of their income to the state each year. So that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Uh, 
Okay, and, and so I guess I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. We've come a long way, especially with this, you know, the thing that's right in front of me right here, this phone, you know, we've held it up like you can see it on radio. Uh, but but we've come a long way from, uh, you know, from parlay cards, you know, and things uh-huh. of, from sports gambling like that. And it's amazing to me. And I, I do have friends, even though I said I'm not much of a gambler myself, but I do have a lot of friends that are into it. And, man, they just live on these apps for, for sports, right. for, for right. things. And they're, and they're they're gambling on Especially this time of year when you get into college basketball, you know, I mean, they're looking at, you know, Northern Utah agriculture tech playing somebody, you know, that they've never (laughs) heard of trying to comb the Internet, trying to find. I mean, the Internet Uh has totally changed everything. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And another comparison is like if you look at alcohol, alcohol is legal, but there's limits to it. There's safeguards. You can only have a certain percentage in beer, a certain percentage in wine. It's regulated. And alcoholism is considered to be a disease, and so is gambling. So why don't we have those same equivalent safeguards in that industry as well? Well, how does the industry feel about this? And I keep I keep throwing out DraftKings because it's the only one that I've actually heard of because right. I see the TV commercials. But there's several. Uh, who are some of the, the big players? And, and how do they feel about what you're wanting to do here or about what they're wanting to do in other states? How do they feel about it? Who are some of the big ones? Well, they're not that happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. No, because you're going to be cutting into some of their – Exactly. exactly. At least short term, you'd be cutting into some of their revenue. Well, and I don't think maybe they have not had enough time to think of the long term effects of this bill and Mm -hmm. how it would actually be a positive because it's continuing the market for years and years and years. So I, I think maybe part of their opposition is they just haven't had enough time to fully evaluate it and what Mm -hmm. effects it would have on them. So now where are we now? Again, you said that a little bit earlier, but let's kind of recap. Where are we now on on this legislation? Yeah, so it passed the House about two weeks ago. I want to say it was a 95 to 2 vote with a few members absent. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it has been referred to Senate Judiciary. It's only today really to get it out of committee, uh, possibly tomorrow morning. So we're getting close. Everything's getting pretty fun down there now. Well, it's fascinating stuff. I mean, to me, like I said, I, I come in and I learn a lot of this show. Uh, it's fascinating stuff. You know, I come in as a novice and I just hear mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I've learned a lot. And the information that you sent me last night and, and you being on the show today. Hey, we'll have you on again soon. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's good Thank stuff. You. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. And uh, best of luck with uh, with whatever the outcome is. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I need it. <laughs> right. It's Sierra has it's uh, 919 580 Live is brought to you part by Generations Physical Therapy with seven convenient locations along. I-64. They are hiring, too, for both licensed and technically trained staff. For more information, visit GenerationsPT.com. Senate President Craig Blair is up next from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group of the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses care for your family. Find new roads and go anywhere this year in the new Chevy in Sydney, inviting you to the Thornhill Motor Mile to make it your own at Thornhill GM Superstore. We're heating things up this winter with up to $1,750 off or 4.99% APR for 72 months on new Chevy Equinox, Blazer, and Traverse, plus 90-day payment deferral for well-qualified buyers. The possibilities are endless. Tag your new ride at thornhillgmsuperstore.com or in person, U.S. 119 Chapmanville. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Be the one to discover the best community bank in the Kanawha Valley, Poca Valley Bank. Poca Valley Bank is now offering certificate of deposit specials. Six-month APY annual percentage yield 4.14% and 18-month APY 4.44%. Take advantage of these great rates to increase your savings. For more information, stop by a Poca Valley Bank location today. Poca Valley Bank, where relationships matter. Certain terms and conditions apply. Rates based on minimum annual percentage yield. Subject to change without notice. Minimum deposit required of $10,000 of new money not currently on deposit with Poca Valley Bank to receive APY. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Dave Allen for Parmar Stores. Parmar Stores, along with the Ritten Family Foundation, Best Price and Fair Price, will again be offering their scholarships. Applicants must be a 2023 high school senior or undergraduate student enrolled in a college or university, trade school, or technical program full-time. Scholarships are available to those in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland, or Kentucky. Applications are available at parmarstores.com, and the deadline is April 30th. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Step into the world of Case Knives and discover the difference. Shop West Virginia's oldest Case Platinum dealer, Riley's Tools, in St. Albans today.
921 580 Live presented in part by Meeks Realty Group. Our area's most beautiful properties deserve the finest realtors. Meeks Realty Group. Visit them online, meeks.us, or call 304-440-1101. Ryan Nicholson is our producer today. I want to welcome to the show Senate President Craig Blair. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Uh, well, I'm stressed out, but that's uh, the normal time of the year for that. <laughs> you're, you're stressed out, man. I hope uh, please, please don't pull all your hair out, okay? <laughs> I don't have any left except for what's growing out of my ears. <laughs> that's a little, a little TMI there, Mr. Senate President. Uh, all right, so all right, I got to ask you: Are there are, are, are there still uh, balloons uh, floating around the culture center after the celebration there yesterday? I have no idea. I didn't even know there was going to be balloons there, and uh, so. But you know, it was a great day for the people of West Virginia of uh, because of the flatline budget that we've been able to manage of uh, over the last four years. It's been given us an opportunity to do some real tax reform. And when you're talking about having a budget, this year's budget is going to be about four point nine billion dollars. But we're giving seven hundred and sixty million dollars in tax relief back to the people of West Virginia. That's it's amazing, uh, and it just get, and it comes from the leadership of the executive. It comes from the uh, legislative, and but it, we also have to give credit of uh, down into the agencies that have been looking at efficiencies. It's become contagious, and it is it's it's wonderful on how we are able to do that, as well as attracting businesses and to be able to grow our tax base and be able to, to uh, move ourselves forward. Let's talk about where we were and where we are now with this, because, I mean, let's go back to, you know, there was the, and I know they're not necessarily directly tied in each other, but we go back to the amendment battle we saw in November and uh, and, and the battles with the governor and then the first few weeks of the session when we had the governor crisscrossing the state trying to sell his idea of the plan and the House was closer to being aligned with him than, than the Senate and you guys and Senator Tarr and you and several others had, had your plan. And you, it looked like at that time that there would never be any kind of a compromise. But lo and behold, we got it. I mean, it's not perfect for everybody. It's not what everybody wanted, uh, Senator. But, but, but at the end of the day, everybody got a little bit of what, of what they wanted. Did you ever think you'd get here? Oh, I absolutely knew we'd get here. Uh, and look, compromise is what we do. We work together on being able to do the good things for the people of West Virginia. That's not a problem. And I put a lot of time in on being able to make this work. And I also have the advantage of being the former finance chair. In fact, I'm the one that created the flatline budget to get us to this position position to start with. And I'd say I did that. I'm the, I got told it was a bad idea, but as time went on, it showed that it proved to be very, very beneficial. Look, when we were going through Amendment 2 and all, we, I, we didn't want to do a personal income tax reduction because we knew that if you did Amendment 2 and the expense that was associated with that and the personal income tax reduction, that we would not be able to afford to do that with the resources that we had available. So we had to wait and see what the voters did. Now, do I like the outcome of it? The personal property tax would have been much more evenly distributed and helpful to the people of West Virginia by taking 100 percent of a tax away. But that's not what we have before us. When that failed, then you actually have to go back and say, and we did. We started working immediately on how we're going to do this with the personal or personal income tax and with the resources that we had available. And that number was into the six to seven hundred, eight to six to seven hundred million dollar range. We know what those numbers are going to be, and we don't include the severance tax at all. Okay, that's so volatile. You cannot take and build any type of tax relief off of a volatile revenue stream. Uh, so we just got to work on it. And then, uh, again, I think it's, it's – do you want me to go over it, or do you think the, your listeners know where we're at on that? Uh, no, I mean, I, th I think it would be uh, advantageous for you to go over it uh, as, as best you can in a limited amount of time that I know you have. But go ahead. Okay, well, the personal income tax uh, comes with the trigger so that there's future income tax reductions, and that's a big deal, and it's a 21.25% in your personal income tax. Uh, so, And I know that that's an odd number, uh, but it's what we could afford. 
Uh, and then there's a refundable tax credit for uh, disabled veterans on their personal property tax paid on their homestead. There's a 100% refundable tax credit on the personal property taxes paid on vehicles. Now, that means that you, you'll still pay your personal property tax on your vehicle, but when you do your taxes, you'll be able to get it back. And if you're a senior or the working poor, uh, then guess what? You've, you're going to be able to get money back, uh, that money that you paid on your automobile back. And lots of times, seniors and the working poor don't pay any personal income tax. So this was a fairness issue as well. And then there's a 50% refundable tax credit on the personal property uh, on equipment, machinery, and inventory for West Virginia small businesses. And it's got a million-dollar cap on it, but that affects 74,000 businesses in the state of West Virginia. It doesn't take to end. Almost all of them are in-state, okay? There, there are very few uh, out-of-state businesses that are that small. But it, it puts that out there in a broad way, uh, and it makes it so that we can live with that and actually grow our economy so that we can actually accelerate uh, the revenues by having more people working in the state of West Virginia. And the more people that are working, then the quicker that we can actually continue to reduce the personal income tax. Tax. And remember, the economic activity on personal income tax be begins when you've hit the 50% or higher reduction in the personal income tax. So there's a motivation uh, for us to get to that 50%, but you got to be able to get those jobs, keep our youth here. Our number one export is our youth, and but the way to fix that is to have jobs for them, job opportunities, gainful employment. You keep them at home, you grow the tax base, and then you also have something else. They, when they used to stay here, they fall in love. They already love the state, but they fall in love with each other, and they have families. And that feeds into our school system so that we're not doing school consolidations or school closings, and it puts greater resources across the board. It's how to build a state uh, that has been on a significant decline for years. You only have to look to Mason County to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you're exactly right about that and the surrounding areas as well. So that, uh, President Craig Blair is here. Um, and let's talk about that just for a moment before we let you go about possibly people coming here. We see Nucor. We see these announcements. I mean, it's like every week there's a different announcement. Else. And you know how it is. Some of them sometimes don't pan out. Some of them do. The majority of them, uh, I think, are going to, especially with Nucor. That seems to be the real deal. But there's others as well. How does what has happened with this the, 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 this change in the tax situation in West Virginia, how does it bode for getting people to, you talked about keeping our youth here, which is very important, but again, getting some of these companies and some of these individuals to want to come here uh, or maybe get people that have left West Virginia and have gone on to greener pastures and other places to want to come back here. How big of a selling point is this going to be going forward? Oh, it's a huge selling point, but it's because it gives you – it's like a compass. It, it allows it, uh, corporate America and actually internationally uh, to see that this state is not in the doldrums of the past. It is actually moving forward in such a way that there's a predictability. And let's keep in mind that our pension systems are very, very well funded. We have rainy day fund that is significant. It's almost a billion dollars, uh, and it will be when we get done doing the transfer. We, we are right-sizing our government in such a way that uh, it operates at the speed of business instead of the speed of government. That is highly recognizable. Uh, when these businesses are coming in here, and many times uh, they, they come into my office to have conversations about locating in the state, and, uh, and I will say, let's get so-and-so here. And I take my cell phone. And I call them, and they're here in five or ten minutes. That doesn't happen mm. in other states. Yeah, you're right. And, and and then when you do that, then they're sitting there saying, "We want to be here. We want to be part of the recovery for the people of, of the state of West Virginia, the people of West Virginia." And it pays dividends, and, and it's done it. We we're and I love helping close. I'm not just a lieutenant governor and senate president. I help close economic development. And I, 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 that's one of my favorite things. And I'm not going to be happy until I've got a new core in every county in the state of West Virginia, except for Berkeley, Jefferson, and Mason. Okay? 
Uh, because our people deserve it. They deserve the economic opportunities of there. Now, and in Berkeley County, we've got Procter & Gamble. We've got Clorox. Commercial Metals has come there. And that's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that I don't want to do anything. That's not true either. But But you want to spread it around. You, you're daggone right uh, that I want to spread it around. And what's good for West Virginia is great for the Eastern Panhandle. So I stay focused on bringing the prosperity to all West Virginians because we're in this boat together and we're going to succeed. Final question here, Senate President uh, Blair, uh, talking about the future. You know, we are doing extremely well in West Virginia, no arguing that. But what is a boom today could be a bust tomorrow. So how are we prepared to handle it down the road if and when we hit a few bumps, which invariably will happen. I mean, there's been different uh, there's been different groups that have come out. Uh, one, I think it was the the the, the budget council uh, group came out and they called it a house of cards or something to that effect. Uh, that that uh, talking about this whole plan. That, that, that's a, that's a liberal think tank. There's no credibility to what they talk about at all. They don't see any tax dollars that cannot be spent in government services. Of and I, I don't pay any attention to them at all. Okay, of the. I don't even know why they get credit uh, for, for being out there. But to, to answer your question, uh, and it's a great question, is is that we didn't overspend uh, on this. This this tax plan could have easily been $1.5 billion, and that was unattainable. It was not possible to do. I know these numbers. I know them well. And I wasn't allowed. Well, the Senate was not going to put ourselves in a position to where we'd be like, Kansas was 10 years ago. Not happening. And actually, that was an agreement with the uh, House delegates and the governor as well, that we want to do what we can afford to do to help the people out while still maintaining our ability to attract more businesses to the state of West Virginia. Senator President Craig Blair, it's always a pleasure. We will talk soon. Thanks a lot. Only a few more days left, man. Yeah, a few more days. And let me say one other yeah, thing, yeah. please. Yeah. For, forgive me. I said attract new businesses. and to, But to, there's another whole component that I left out in that, mm-hmm. and that is our existing businesses to allow them to grow and expand and be prosperous and hire more employees. That's where the true job growth comes from. And, and so it's uh, I, I misspoke a little bit yeah, there. That's okay. I wanted to make sure that everybody understood that. We're all in this together, and it's working. Senator President Thanks. Craig Blair, we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot. It is uh, 26 minutes away from 10. Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text 304-935-5008. Text says the Senate compromise plan is far and away better than what the House and the governor began with, according to a texter. Texter says that the state is going to give you 100% of your money back after paying your personal property tax on your vehicles. Why pay it to begin with? It makes no sense to me. Okay, all right. I'm trying to get ones that are relevant to what we're, we're talking about here. Uh, text says, as someone who knows people in other states, no one is clamoring to come to West Virginia. Uh, in its nicest places, it's either run-down industrial corporate box stores, the worst place, worst places rival slums in Haiti or Brazil. Well, you know, I've tra- I'm somebody that has traveled all over the state of West Virginia. There's not one area of the state I haven't been in, um, seemingly in the last couple of months. Uh, uh, but, but I will say, I will say this: um, Is West Virginia a depressed area? Yeah, I mean, you know, the area that I'm originally from, Southern West Virginia, um, extremely depressed, and has been for quite some time. But it doesn't have to be that way. And we got to do something because whatever it is we've been doing is not working to try to attract people here, uh, to try to spruce up the place a little bit to get people to want to come here. And whatever, you know, I applaud anybody that's willing to do anything at this point, at least to take a look at making West Virginia a better place because there are a lot of people I know that would love to be back in West Virginia. Uh, would you know? I mean, that would absolutely people I went to high school and college with that would love to be back in West Virginia. But there's, but there's a lot of problems we have in West Virginia that have to be addressed. And I, I think, maybe I'm a little biased here, but I think we are addressing a lot of this. Are we where we need to be? No. Do I agree 100% with what the Republicans are doing? No. Um, but, um, you know, at, at least we're trying something at this point. 580 Live is brought to you in part by Huston's Pizza. This month at your favorite Huston's Pizza location. Get a large 18-inch pepperoni pizza, 10 cheese sticks, only $21.99. Visit HustonsPizza.com. For complete details. Final text before we go to break here. The tax cuts will bring so much clean water to McDowell County. (laughs)
according to a texter. All right, somebody who's going to have, I guarantee you, the total opposite opinion is uh, the our, uh, our good friend, Delegate Mike Pushkin, who's also the State Demo- uh, Democratic Party chair. He's going to be coming up here momentarily. I do need to get this in, though. It is day two of the State Girls Basketball Tournament at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Follow the results of the day. All of yesterday's action on the website, wvmetronews.com, and on our social media pages. Action is underway at this hour uh, on West Virginia Metro, on, on wvmetronews.com, and on Charleston's ESPN Radio, 106.7 FM, 1490 AM. Today, double-A matchup with St. Mary's and Petersburg. Uh, that's the first game complete list of games available on all the websites and all the social media. Follow along again at wvmetronews.com. Uh, and uh, tonight, we've actually got a boys' regional matchup, I believe, between South Charleston uh, and Oak Hill. So we'll break away from the girls' state tournament to go to that and then go back to the state tournament to uh, wrap it up after that. We're going to take a break. We're back right after this from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group and the voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses have been creating jobs in West Virginia since 1997. Every day, a small piece of America's heritage is carried around in the pockets of a nation. Case Knives, a small reminder that anything worth doing is worth doing right. Case Knives are an icon of American craftsmanship. And Riley's Tools in St. Albans is one of West Virginia's oldest case platinum dealers. With pockets, sports, specialty, and culinary knives in stock. Visit their family-friendly store today, 204 Main Street in St. Albans. Riley's Tools. Find new roads and go anywhere this year in the new Chevy. It's Sydney inviting you to the Thornhill Motor Mile to make it your own at Thornhill GM Superstore. We're heating things up this winter with up to $1,750 off or 4.99% APR for 72 months on new Chevy Equinox, Blazer, and Traverse, plus 90-day payment deferral for well-qualified buyers. The possibilities are endless. Tag your new ride at thornhillgmsuperstore.com or in person, U.S. 119 Chapmanville. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. It starts with dedication, taking skill to artistry. It's not just a job, it's a career. But building a future isn't easy. The Jumpstart Savings Program is here to help. The first of its kind in the nation. It features state tax advantages and other incentives. Now you can save for certain certifications, equipment, and business startup costs. Trade professionals are the future of West Virginia's workforce. Start saving for that future now. Learn more at wvjumpstart.com. Administered by the State Treasurer's Office. It's the way Charleston says good morning. First Watch on Summer Street is this week's 50-50 Friday. First Watch takes the freshest ingredients, spices, and herbs and creates a unique menu and serves it with a smile. Try their delicious seasonal offerings like the Million Dollar Bacon, Avocado Toast, or Kali Rizzo Breakfast Tacos. First Watch on Summer Street. Be joyful and fill up on happiness. Friday at 9 a.m., go to WCHSnetwork.com and click the 50-50 Friday button to get 50% off gift certificates for First Watch, courtesy of the WCHS Family of Networks. Carry a piece of American heritage with you every day with a case knife. Find the perfect knife for you at Riley's Tools, West Virginia's oldest case platinum dealer. From the Parmar Store Studio, it's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group of the Voice of Charleston WCHS. 580 Live, also brought to you by the Charleston Dirty Birds. It's going to be a great season of Dirty Birds Baseball. For tickets, packages, Dirty Birds gear, and more, visit DirtyBirdsBaseball.com. And Eaton Douglas from the Dirty Birds is going to join us tomorrow to talk about some of the promotions they're going to have throughout the season. Quick programming note, uh, Hoppy not at the Capitol today. He will be there instead of his normal Wednesday, Thursday. He'll be there Thursday and Friday at the Capitol. On the show today, though, State Revenue Secretary uh, Dave Hardy uh, is also going to be uh, is on the show today, as well as Tony Caridi to uh, preview tonight's Mountaineers and Texas Tech game and more. I want to welcome into the show Delegate and State Democratic Party Chair Mike Pushkin. Man, how are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Do you still have balloons and confetti in your hair from the celebration there? You know, I, I skipped out on that. I thought it was a, you know, a bit, you know, to me, it's a bit distasteful to, to break from the business that we were in. We took a break immediately at 1230. We adjourned and, and, and the Republicans went over to this show to pat each other on the back and, you know, have this balloon drop ceremony over, over this tax cut. And I, I, you know, they're billing it as like the, you know, biggest tax cut in in history. However, I just don't want people to get to be too disappointed when it, when it actually, you know, starts hitting the paycheck when they, when it starts, when people start realizing how it, how little it may affect them. Now, if you're in the top, if you're in the top 20%, if you're one of the highest income, if you're one of the wealthiest people in West Virginia, it's going to benefit you. Don't get me wrong. So why, why do you 20%, say the top 20% 
earners, the richest people in West Virginia get 65%. They're going to benefit from 65% of this tax cut. Uh, middle income earners are not going to, especially on a, on a weekly or biweekly paycheck. They're not, you're not going to, it's not going to be that noticeable. Now, why is now it- we had a plan that would have actually been meaningful. The Democrats, our plan, if you're going to have a tax cut, let's make it meaningful for the middle income earners. It was going to be a hundred percent income tax cut, uh, re- uh, for those families making eighty thousand dollars in less a year, working class people, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think with this twenty, you know, twenty one and a, and a half percent, whatever it is, for um, people who who are who are uh, middle income earners aren't going to feel it. Now, the, those who do are going to be your millionaires. That's who's going to feel, it. and that's how. That's how. I, if we're going to blow a hole in the budget, let's make it meaningful. Uh, for the people that actually work for a living. Are you concerned about the the future? I, I had Senator President Craig Blair on just before you and I asked him about the future bumps in the road because things do happen. Are you concerned about the future? I, I mean, think everybody should be concerned well, about the yeah, future. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, a I am. Question, I, I, I think mean, that when we're right now, when we have staffing shortages in, in state government, all over the place, whether it's in our correctional facilities, whether it's in our schools, it's CPS. We have an overburdened foster care system. We can't get people to work in CPS. And and then we're going to uh, bet our future on this tax break that it really favors uh, the wealthiest West Virginians. And then you couple that with raising hiking the hiking uh, PEIA premiums on our state employees. You're going to see a mass exodus from the public sector. Now you're saying the exact opposite of what the other side is saying. Well, uh, yeah, and I feel exactly the opposite <laughs> of the other side. I think that they're making a big mistake, especially, you know, the governor just less, just a little over a year ago said, not on my watch. We're not going to raise PEI pre- premiums. Mm-hmm. And then and if he signs that bill, he's going to go back on his promise. Maybe he has a different watch. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who'd roll up his sleeve and he'd have about six watches he was trying to sell you including maybe one of yours but that's, I'm, I'm kidding governor i'm kidding governor i'm, I'm not kidding. you know i think i'm hearing from a lot of state employees that are really upset we're getting re- so we're boasting of this huge surplus which a lot of it's coming from the federal government a lot of it's one-time money we're we're using that really to offset this huge tax cut that benefits only the mainly the wealthiest West Virginians or some, you know, I'll get into the, the part about the property tax later, but the income tax part, it benefits the wealthiest 20% of West Virginians at a, at a disproportionate level. 65% of the tax cut goes to the wealthiest 20%. Okay. And we're doing that at the same time. We are raising premiums on our public employees, raising their insurance rates and their insurance premiums. And then there's another bill. There's a couple more bills that are going out. They're not talking about a bill to give a, a huge uh, uh, pay increase to legislators. They're getting, doing a legislative pay raise bill too. I think I heard, I've never heard of this before that the bill originated in a committee in the Senate. And I don't know if it has, if the bill has sponsors. I'm not sure if the bill has sponsors. Nobody wants to put their name on it. Nobody's really talking about it, but it's an insult to our public employees. We're going to give them this, this minuscule pay raise that doesn't even offset their premium hike while, while the legislators are giving themselves a huge pay raise. I think people are going to uh, eventually, I mean, I think this Republican supermajority is really getting out over their skis, in my opinion. And I, I guess they think they're invincible. Maybe they are. Maybe they are, but they're acting like they're invincible and they have a record number of, of freshman uh, delegates and senators. I think they're putting it on these folks to go out there and do something that's very unpopular. Go give yourself a big pay raise while you raise premiums on your state employees. So as a legislator, you would, you would not support a, a, a pay raise for yourself? No, I'm not going to vote for a pay raise for myself. Right, do you think I'm anybody, doing just fine. Do you think anybody in the Democratic Party will on your side? I, we, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about. I don't. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I, th- I, I don't in talking so. to a few Republicans, there's going to be a few Republicans that aren't for it either. I've talked to a few that are not for it. But well, I mean, we'll I, see what happens. We'll, we'll see. All right. So uh, not that's to- an insult to our public employees. While you're taking money from them and giving money to yourself, it's it's self serving. It's 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 horrible. All right. Let me knock out a couple texts because you always elicit texts, Michael. Uh, Pushkin can offer any plan he wants, but the fact is he doesn't have the votes. Plain and simple, the public has spoken with their vote. Yeah, the public also spoke about the tax plan. Uh, they voted down Amendment Two. They voted voted it down. Uh, overwhelmingly and then this a lot of this bill is really an end around on um on amendment two um especially the part about the the giving the rebate on on heavy equipment uh that's largely going to benefit big business now the part about the i support we've always supported the democrats have supported 
uh, eliminating the personal property tax on automobiles. But this isn't the way to do it. I mean, this is so convoluted. People aren't going to be able to some people won't be able to figure it out, especially people who are on Social Security and aren't filing. I don't know how they're going to get the rebate. But what we should do is the correct way to do it is put on the ballot a standalone bill to eliminate the car tax. Mm-hmm. That would pass. That would pass. Because well, did, that, we, that's we, aimed at regular people. I was going to say, and the Democrats would support that? Yeah, we act, we introduced it. Mm-hmm. We introduced it this okay. year. We have a resolution to put a constitutional amendment to eliminate the car tax. Yeah, we did more than support it. We introduced it. All right, check. Uh, Texas, Dave, uh, if what West Virginia has been doing isn't working, then I guess West Virginia better abandon the conservative Christian principles that have caused the exodus of the state's young people. Well, let me just say to that that um, there's been an exodus of of young people in this state and middle and older people long before the Republicans took over. This has been going back for a long time. But actually, just, no, but, they're but, actually, but, that's not exactly true. The only time we've actually decreased in population has been over the past, in, in, in a long time, has been over the past 10 years, and that's since Republicans have we been We haven't in been control. in charge. Republicans and, haven't been in charge for 10 years. 10 years. Over the past decade, okay, we have seen the first real population decline. I mean, this is a fact. Okay, now there have been times where we didn't, we weren't growing at the same rate as other states, Mm -hmm. but we're one of only two states that have actually declined in population, and that's just happened over the past 10 years, over the past census period, and that happened on Republican Watch. Maybe we need to get uh, old people to stop dying. Oh. Maybe we need to have young people have more kids. <laughs> no, we don't need that. Uh, Pushkin, how much of a raise of a le- is the legislature trying to give itself? Yeah, I'm not on the um, finance committee, and the bill is changing as it goes. But it's a, it's a lot bigger than the ones that they're the you know the the shell game they're playing on public employees, where they're saying, "Hey, we're going to jack up your premiums for PEIA, and then and you use this pittance of a raise uh, that doesn't quite offset it, especially if you're on the family plan." It it uh, it's a lot bigger than the one that they're offering public employees. All right, let me ask you this: I'm going back. I mean, it's substantial, especially for like I don't take a per diem. I could walk uh, to the Capitol, mm-hmm. uh, be a long walk, but I could walk to the Capitol. <laughs> so I don't take a per <laughs> diem. But for those it. who do take take a per diem, and especially those in leadership, the Republican leadership, you just had Senator Blair on, mm-hmm. President Senate President Blair on. It would be a big chunk of change for him because he can charge every day he's down there and say he's working as Senate President. He can, it'll be a nice. Nice pay raise for uh, Craig Blair. Here's a here's a question for you. you should ask him that question All right. next <laughs> time he's on. Ask him how much he voted to give himself. Let me go back to PEIA for a moment because I think this is a good text. Uh, a texter asked, how would you fix PEIA? I would fund it. You have to designate a fund. And we've been saying this for years, the Democrats have. You have to prioritize the health and well-being of those who work for you. And that means not just put one-time money in it, but we've been doing for what's been going on for years. I'll get. I'll say the Democrats did it as well, but over the past you know, ten years, it's been just putting uh, one-time money into it. But you have to have a designated funding stream. Now, we've there's been plans and um, proposals in the past, whether it is a slight increase on the severance tax on natural gas, not not at the pump, but natural gas mm-hmm. that would be paid for by these big gas companies. Uh, you know, one thing that I've talked about that I would you know, have supported for a long time is, is legalization of cannabis for adult use. That could fund PEIA. There's a lot of different ideas. The point is, is what are your priorities? And you have to designate a permanent funding stream for it. You have to fund it. You got to mm-hmm. keep money going into mm-hmm. it. But here's the thing with P and I brought this up on the show before. And I was on, when I was in state government, I was on PEIA uh, as of three, 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 three and a half, four years ago. Why should, with all due respect to our state employees, and I used to be one, uh, and to our teachers and, and everybody working in office and so on and so forth, why should they be exempt from what everybody else in the world has faced with their insurance, whether it's the uh, the company funded or private or whatever? I mean, we've everybody's gone through that with raise. Why should they be? Because they get paid a lot less, and it's been part of the deal. If you've ever worked, and then you have worked briefly in, in public service. And I worked a long time ago. I worked for the state as well. When you go into the public sector, you're told, you know, the pay is not great, mm-hmm. but the benefits are. Mm-hmm. And it, and we have, we're not keeping that promise. And over the years, the benefits have gotten less and less great. You know, I, I was on PEIA before. I prefer actually my private pay, my you know, the, the insurance I'm getting from my employer now. It's a much better deal. It didn't used to be. PEIA used to be much better. Mm-hmm. We keep whittling away at it. And now we're going to uh, tell people their spouses, if they're on the family plan, we're kicking their spouses off. 
Um, Which is, but, but that, that's what goes on in with 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 almost every other insurance plan. I mean, the same, the exact same thing happened well, to we me. We are the state employs these folks, and they are mm-hmm. those who take care of us. They are the people who keep us safe. Our state troopers. They are the people who work in our correctional facilities. They are the people who teach our children. They are the people who pave our roads. They don't get paid very well here in West Virginia. So we should be prioritizing their health and well-being and taking care of of their health care plan. Text says before we go to break, he just can't help himself. Always. And has to, uh, always has to try to stoke class envy. Are you stoking class envy, Mr. Pushkin? No, not at all. Okay. People says the text, people are wise to the Democratic rhetoric. That's why he finds himself in the minority. Well, you know, if they keep at it, we'll see. If they want to go in there and raise premiums on public employees, have this big party saying they give people this huge tax break that people aren't going to are going to be greatly disappointed over when it actually when the rubber hits the road, and then go vote for a huge pay raise for themselves. Um, you know, maybe, uh, t- you know, the table will turn a little bit. All I right. hope so. All right. We got to take a break. 580 Live is brought to you part by Riley's Tools of St. Albert, your home for quality case knives. Caves knives are the epitome of American craftsmanship. And Riley's Tools in St. Albans is one of West Virginia's oldest case platinum dealers. Pocket knives, sports knives, culinary knives, especially knives in stock, too. Visit their family-friendly store, 204 Main Street in St. Albans. We're back after this for the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group on the voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses are small businesses with big impact, including Generations Physical Therapy and Snap Fitness. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Well, it's time to do something about it. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. Now, there's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, and then placed directly into your achy joints. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible, and there's no downtime. Listen, the old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you that you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief. No surgery and no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. The timing is perfect so you can enjoy the best time of the year coming up. Call QC Kinetics in Huntington and Cross Lanes, 304-202-5566. 304-202-5566. That's 304-202-5566. Find new roads and go anywhere this year in the new Chevy in Sydney, inviting you to the Thornhill Motor Mile to make it your own at Thornhill GM Superstore. We're heating things up this winter with up to $1,750 off or 4.99% APR for 72 months on new Chevy Equinox, Blazer, and Traverse, plus 90-day payment deferral for well-qualified buyers. The possibilities are endless. Tag your new ride at thornhillgmsuperstore.com or in person, U.S. 119 Chapmanville. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Get the job done right with a case knife. Shop the best selection of pockets, sports, specialty, and culinary knives at Riley's Tools in St. Albans. Six minutes away from 10, 580 Live, brought to you in part by QC Kinetics of Huntington Cross Lanes. Warm weather activity should come in time to get more active. Your achy joints, though, may not agree. Say no to surgery, steroids, and pain pills to get with QC Kinetics, the all-natural way to get to long-lasting pain relief. QC Kinetics of Cross Lanes and Huntington, 304-202-5566, 304-202-5566. Tech says, we had a major drop in population in 1990, 2000, and closer to 2013. It's been dropping since then. That is according to usafacts.org. We've never fully recovered from the nosedive in 1990. I'm just going by the census. That's the facts that I'm using. Um, the population decline really happened between uh, 2010 and the present. Well, that's fact check. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying the texts are wrong, but I mean, there's, so, there's got to be truth somewhere in the middle of well, that because people we, of our age, how many, let me ask you this, of, and you and I are the same age. Of the people that are, and I graduated in 88, and we would have been in college early 90s, how many of those people that were friends of yours, friends of mine, are living in West Virginia now? Because yeah, a lot, it's, it's yeah. a very small percentage. Many, yeah, yeah, it's true. Many people uh, have moved away. So, but my, my, and my point is, if they all moved away and they didn't come back for one reason or another, can't blame that on the Republicans. I mean, that happened in 19, we're, we're 52 slash 53 years old, so can't blame that on the Republicans. They're definitely not helping any with some of the, the, the <laughs> rhetoric that's been coming out of the bad idea factory and, and some of the horrible ideas that have been coming out of the bad idea factory. Let me get this text in. Uh, is there any chance Mike Stewart's Senate ban on Delta 8 to pass the House? I'm hoping you'll run out of time to vote on this. 
Well, I, I just got a message actually as we were sitting here that the House Health Committee will be meeting and taking that up uh, this afternoon. How I feel about it is is if you if you if you ban something, you're not really addressing the real issue, and it'll just be uh, uh, pushing people to go back to buying things illegally, and then who knows what they get. I would rather keep things uh, safe and uh, heavily regulated and out of the hands of children. You know. Um, uh, drug dealers don't check IDs, mm-hmm. and I would rather keep things safer and regulated. Now, I'd say if if we do get to that bill, I'm going to make an amendment to uh, to decriminalize cannabis. So you're going to add that on, or, or if, it opens if, up that part of the code. I could easily mm-hmm. uh, make that amendment, and then Mike Stewart could be responsible for legalizing cannabis. I'm sure, you'd love that. Well, I think it would make him a hero. <laughs> Uh, you tweeted yesterday that you that you'd be on here today, and someone commented on your tweet asking about potential candidates for the next year for the Democratic Party. Now, this will be presuming you stay, and I would think you would. Twenty twenty four will be your first election year as state party chair. I know it's early, but since we already have several folks that have announced their gubernatorial candidacy for twenty twenty four, few Congress, Senate, so on and so forth. How is the search looking for candidates for Democrats in twenty twenty four, and why is Huntington Mayor Steve Williams still your choice for governor? Okay. Um, <laughs> I just know, threw, we have I primary. Just we, have, we, have, we have primary, and Steve Williams would be. It would be a great. I know, candidate I know. For I, he's a great guy. And he's been, he's only three term uh, mayor yeah. in the city of Huntington. His but, his term limited, and you know if this is what he chooses, he would be a. I think he's got a great story to tell, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll see. I'll leave that up to him to make that announcement. Yeah. Um, but we, the search, the search is going well. I think going to pick up a lot once the session's over, and we're able to d- devote much more time to it. But I think we're going to have a lot. Uh, we're going to give people options and we're going to have a lot of great candidates from the top of the ticket to the bottom who want to run for office for the right reason and that's to make a positive change a positive impact on uh, the lives of of their friends and neighbors and, and future constituents knowing uh, we're where to do it for the right reasons knowing where west virginia is now in such a bright bright red state when you interview and i don't want to get into it's red here, i wouldn't say it's bright uh, uh, but when, when you interview your candidates okay and you talk to them do you do you give them a little okay? Well, you need to be uh, far far more far left than what we are now. Do you need to be a little bit more center, well, or, I, or do you, or do you even get into that? I, I talk to people, and really, I would in any aspect of life, I would urge people to be themselves. I think people well, uh, people concept. like honesty, and people like people <laughs> who are genuine and they can relate to. And I think it's less really uh, when it comes down to about ideology and more about the person. I would hope. Well, it's. Um, you have a very unenviable task uh, in that, but uh, but you're a determined kind of guy, and I will say that. And if anybody's going to get it done, it uh, probably would be you. So I appreciate last, that. last couple la- last couple days of the session. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at as we wrap it up? Go ahead. Well, I mean, obviously, we're going to have we you know the, we're working on the budget. Uh, we've already taxed that uh, pay, passed that tax bill. Um, supplementals that go through to fund this part of, uh, of government and that. I would say real quick, though, I think that when we're taking federal ARPA money, relief money, and the governor's proposals to put the, the rest of it into economic development, look, I support economic development, but that's not a proper legal use of federal relief money. So that's what I'm going to be fighting for is to get that money to the people who actually need it and deserve it and then where it's supposed to go legally. All right, we got to go. Working Women's Wednesday at the Red Carpet Lounge with our, uh, our friends over at V100 starts at 5 o'clock, so get on over there and enjoy it. State tournament action. Follow it all day. Hoppy in the news coming up. Mike, thanks a lot. Thank final you. text here said, I love Mike Pushkin. I would vote for him anytime. That was the final text we got, and it wasn't from your mom. Thanks, Mom. We, we got, Mom? We got to go. All See right. you tomorrow. Until then, have fun. I love somebody. WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston 104.5 Cross Lanes on WVRC Media Station. We're proud to live here, too.